Welcome to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Axel Ragnarsson, and on this show, I dissect how seasoned multifamily investors started, built, and scaled their businesses. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this quick solo episode, I'm going to be giving you the four steps to get your first deal under contract and to ultimately close your first multifamily deal. And I'm going to consolidate a lot of the tips that I provide to folks as it relates to getting your first deal done into these four tips. So each will be a little bit longer, but in general, uh, if you stick to this four-step process, you're probably going to put yourself in a good position to get a deal done in the short term. So step number one is just getting educated. Like you can't do anything in this business without some level of an education. And when I say educated, I mean, you need to understand the fundamentals of investing in multifamily real estate. Where does the debt come from? Uh, how do you underwrite a deal? How do you define what a good deal is? You know, How do you select a market? How do you build your team? And there's plenty of free content available online that discusses all of those different, uh, you know, kind of steps within that first step of getting educated. I've released, you know, countless hours of free content on those various topics. If you start scrolling through the podcast archive, if you start scrolling through previous Instagram posts of mine, and uh, I mean, you can go out to YouTube as well and find a bunch of content on that. Um, we're actually releasing a program soon that is designed to help investors really master the fundamentals of investing in multifamily real estate. Won't be out when this episode goes up, but keep an eye out for that. But long story short, that's step one, is you need to be able to speak the lingo. You need to know what a cap rate is. You have to be able to talk you know, with brokers and other investors and not sound like you're a complete novice because uh, without doing that, it's going to be really hard uh, for you to be taken seriously in the marketplace. And you're also just putting yourself in a position where you can get burned on that first deal, which is a situation you want to do everything you can to avoid. So step number one is just getting educated. Step number two is identifying your criteria and, and really establishing your buy box. What types of properties do you want to buy in what area? And you need to really narrowly focus on this. You need to narrow this down to the point to where you're not saying, oh, I want to buy multifamily properties in Georgia. Like that's not good enough, right? You need to define it to not only a city, but like areas within that city. And then you need to define it to a very narrow criteria from a property specific standpoint. I want to buy a five to 10 unit property in this specific submarket in this specific city, whatever it is, right? And I want it to be built in the you know, between the 1960s and 1980s, it's, you know, it's going to be C-class, there's going to be some kind of a value add. And the reason you have to narrow it down that much is so that as you're getting educated, you can educate yourself on exactly what a good deal looks like within your overall buy box. So that's a really critical step. And what else, you know, on top of that's what, what what's really important here from a buy box standpoint is making sure that you exclude anything from your buy box that's really complex. Uh, from a business plan standpoint. As a new investor, someone who hasn't done a deal yet, you do not want to be pursuing deals where there's a significant renovation component or some kind of really complex business plan. You know, you're taking a C property and trying to turn it into a B property, or you're buying a property with tons of deferred maintenance that's it needs a new roof, new heating systems, all of the units need to be completely renovated. And they have to do a bunch of exterior work, common area work. Um, you want to avoid putting yourself in a position for you to not be able to quarterback the deal well, because that's typically where investors lose their shirt on that first deal or in their early deals is by just stretching themselves too thin, 
or by just getting into a deal where they don't have the the wherewithal and the know-how to navigate a complex business plan. So my personal recommendation, and again, maybe some other investors would give a different tip, but you know, my personal recommendation is unless you like own a construction company or have a considerable amount of construction experience, to just avoid a deal that has a significant construction component to it and to just stick with deals that are either a light value add or just kind of a management play where you can hire your property management company and direct them to get the rents up and and uh, you know where it's a little bit more simplistic in that respect. Uh, because that's typically where investors really get out over their skis. And the theme here is you want to protect yourself on this first deal. You want to protect yourself from making those costly mistakes. And the costly mistakes typically happen when investors don't underwrite a deal correctly, or they get into a deal that is a heavy value add with a lot of moving parts. That's really where people get burned, or they buy a property in a bad area or the wrong neighborhood. Like those are the big three mistakes that typically uh, uh, you know, sink investors before they even get out of the harbor, so to speak. So make sure that you're not putting yourself in a position to do a deal that falls into one of those buckets. Just make it easier for yourself, you know, those first couple of deals. Step number three is learning how to find a good deal. So it's really hard when you're starting out to, uh, you know, to be taken seriously by brokers, right? So if you're trying to find a deal and you're just going to the brokers, you're probably going to have a hard time finding a, a really good deal. Like it's just not going to be easy to do that because why would a broker send you a deal? There's literally no reason for them to do that because they can just send it to any other number of investors in their network that have experience, have money that they have a relationship with. So it's naive for any new investor to think that they're going to get deals from brokers. It's just not going to happen. So you solve that in two different ways. You partner with a really experienced investor that has um, you know, that those relationships with the brokers and you bring value to them in some other way, which is really, really hard to do because as a new investor, you probably can't bring that much value to anybody else uh, outside of just bringing money. So if you don't have a lot of money, probably skip that step. Step number two is just learning how to find off-market deals. Go direct to sellers, send some mail, send some cold text messages, send some cold emails, you know, uh, start messaging for rent ads, start doing all of these different things that are more time intensive to put yourself in a position to speak with some sellers so that you're not competing with other buyers. Um, I highly, highly recommend that because there's really no other way to to find a good deal when you're starting out. And I just don't think that it's possible. You know, maybe, you, you know, you have some, if you have a compelling story from like a business success standpoint, you know, maybe you ran a business, you sold it, you have some liquid cash, you know, you have some money in the bank. Sure. Maybe you can get a deal done with a broker if that's the case, because, you know, th there's at least something to point to, right? You're, you have some money, you're going to be able to close. But I'm making the assumption here that, that if you haven't done a deal yet, you probably aren't financially in a, pos in a position to really win over a broker from that standpoint. So learn how to find some off-market deals. And if you're not willing to do that, then you need to be willing to accept to pay market value for that first deal, which can, which is okay for some folks, you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world to pay market value for a property when you're starting out because you're learning as you go and you're not supposed to hit a home run on that first deal. And you can pick your spot, pay market value for a property that doesn't need a lot of renovations, is in your you know target area, meet your criteria, and just know that, hey, you know that's, that's not going to be the home run deal. That's just going to be the one that gets us in the game. And that's okay. But if you're trying to find a good deal to start your business, you're going to have to go direct to seller. And step number four is just closing your eyes and pulling the trigger at some point. You know, I think... Um, the amount of investors that I speak with who have been underwriting deals for two, three, five years, 
and haven't done a deal is mind blowing, right? And there's always a reason to not do a deal. There's you can always find a reason to not do it. Um, you know, there's always something that might be a little bit challenging to deal with. It might be on the edge of the area that you want to buy. There, you know, you might be a little stressed out because one tenant's paying half of market value. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to, you know, get that rent to market. You're afraid of approaching that situation. You know, sometimes there's going to be some renovations you have to do. And even if we're trying to avoid the heavy value add stuff, oftentimes any deal worth buying is going to have some type of construction component, even if it's later. You know, you're all there's always going to be something that that talks you out of doing a deal, especially earlier in your career. So you just have to at some point make sure that you aren't violating the big three mistakes, buying in the wrong area, you know, underwriting the deal incorrectly and buying a really uh, a capital intensive deal and you know one that has a heavy value add business plan attached to it. Don't do any of those three things. Try and buy a deal that's at least you know five ten percent below market or at least not over market. You know when you're starting out, and then you just got to pull the trigger. You just got to make it happen. And so long as you have some capital behind you and you don't spend all of the money that you have on the deal, or you raise money from investors and have no money left over after you you know close on the property. You should be okay, assuming that you didn't make the other mistakes along the way, getting to step four here. So at a high level, that's what I would suggest everyone who's looking to do their first deal does is just follow those four steps. And I'll summarize again. Step one, get educated. Step two, you know, identify your criteria to a very granular level and avoid any deals that are in the wrong neighborhood that require significant construction or have a heavy value add uh, business plan attached to it. And you know that you've underwritten incorrectly. Don't don't underwrite a deal incorrectly. Step four, uh, or excuse me, step three. You know, go out there and hustle and find a good deal, or learn how to find good deals. Step number four is just you know you have to pull the trigger at some point. So hopefully this was valuable for some folks out there. And if it was, please consider leaving the podcast a five star rating and review, as it helps the show get noticed by more folks. But again, thank you as always for listening, and I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this episode on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. If you learned something new during the show, please consider sharing this episode with a friend, family member, or business partner, or just leaving a rating and review as it helps the show get noticed by more folks. Catch you next week.